0: on episode 348 of nintendo switchcraft we've got the full e3 schedule the next xenoblade is well on its way platinum games asks for your patience we've got ukulele news and more on this episode of nintendo switchcraft stick around it's e3 week Brought to you live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern, and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it, tune in live over at Twitch.tv/runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Pitterate. Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar by joining the Patreon over at Patreon.com/runjumpstomp. Also, leave a voicemail for the show by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com/voicemail from any device and I may even play it on the show. Uh, I, I I may not answer questions and stuff like that because that really interrupts the flow of how the show works. But, you know, I put these things in the beginning and the end of the show. And I'm also really thankful that we've got a bunch of people who have called in and done this. Hey, this is uh, so-and-so from wherever they are. And you're listening to Nintendo Switchcraft. I really appreciate that. I've got about 10 of them, I think, so far. And I need to just normalize the audio and edit them to trim off the beginning and the end to make it sound really nice. And then I'm going to put it into my soundboard and it'll play when I hit a button like this. You know, so uh, I, I can hit a button and it's going to play one of those randomly. So if you want to get yours on the show, either call and leave a voicemail or you can uh, get it to me through the Discord. Uh, anyway with all that being said before we get to the actual show i want to take a second and let everybody know about the schedule i know we're going to talk about e3 schedule in a second but i want to talk about my schedule for those of you who uh don't already know i am a school teacher and that means in the summertime my schedule gets very flexible I still do a lot of work for school in the summertime, but my, my schedule for the times when I have to work, like that becomes very, very flexible, which is awesome. I love that. But right now, the way that I uh, do the show is I do it right after I get home from work. So basically, it just extends my work day by a little bit. And because I don't want to like have this thing sitting in the middle of my day dictating that, oh, I can't do this because I got to record the show later. I'm probably in the summertime going to move the recording of the podcast to much earlier in the day during the summertime because that allows me to have more freedom with the rest of the day for what I can do. Now, I know that there are people who, uh, they, they come and they watch the show live on their lunch break and stuff like that. And I appreciate that. But I, I, I just feel like it would make more sense for me and my family for me to record the show in the mornings when, uh, you know, after, after I wake up and work out and drop my son off at summer rec and then my wife and I are going to go for a walk every morning and then I'll come back, shower, and then we will, uh, I'll record the show and then maybe afterwards I'll do some, some streaming of some video games uh, and then after that. I will, uh, uh, you know, be free for the rest of the day. So uh, I just want to let everybody know ahead of time that that change is coming probably soon, sometime around the 20th or so. I'm not sure. Again, it's flexible. But with that being out of the the way, we've talked about schedules. Let's talk about the E3 schedule. Uh, This is in the show notes. I uh, just put this in the show notes. I don't know why I didn't do this before. This is put together by somebody from Reddit. And it is very, very extensive and super useful. And I've been, I've, I've had it on my desktop for a while. Uh, but this is the E3 schedule uh, that that I've been taking a look at. Now it looks like somebody is dropping the ball here. Uh, whoever's in charge needs to update it so that THQ Nordic game number three is grayed out. But uh, they haven't done that yet because we've already we already know about that. But uh, this is your full schedule from E3 in a spreadsheet. If you wanna if you want access to this, go to runjumpstomp.com and click on the link in the show notes for this episode. This is episode 348, and you can have access to this as well. It's very, very useful. On the left hand side it tells you what time things are happening and then the title of the thing that's happening, the company that's that's doing the talking and where you can watch uh, the E3 stuff. Now I just want to say that today is my son's birthday, so I am not going to be live streaming any of the E3 stuff from today. Sorry, there's nothing I can do about that. We've got busy stuff going on, and that's why I'm recording so early um, at at almost 8.30 in the morning. Uh, But I just wanted to let people know that if you want to follow all things E3, then make sure that you check out that link in the show notes because it'll take you to the spreadsheet and it'll take you to exactly where you want to watch the stuff. Um, So let's talk real quick about what's going on today at E3. Uh, So Saturday, June 8th, 2019 at 12.15 p.m. All times are Eastern. If you go to the spreadsheet, you can change it so that the times are for you. Uh, But right now, these are times for me. Uh, But at 12.15 p.m., we've got our Countdown to EA Play, which you can watch at uh, EA's Twitch, um, Twitch page, Twitch channel, uh, d- d- uh, Twitch, Twitch stream, uh, 1230, we've got Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, I'm probably will be watching that on my phone, like, oh, looking at it out the corner of my eye, at 1 p.m., we've got Apex Legends, uh, 1 30, they're going to be talking about Battlefield Five. 2 p.m., uh, EA Sports FIFA, uh, the only thing in there that interests me, even a little is Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, then we have at 2 p.m. here. here this is for you Nintendo people. Uh, we've got Super Mario Maker 2 Invitational 2019. I remember when they first showed this. Uh, the The first time that they had the Mario Maker Invitational. It was really, really fun to watch. It was very fun to watch. So uh, If you are free at 2 p.m. Eastern today, uh, time today... You're going to want to check that out. That's going to be at Nintendo's Twitch channel. Um, EA Sports will then be showing off Madden at uh, 2.30. Splatoon 2 World Championship will be on Nintendo's uh, Twitch channel at 2.30 as well. So, you know, there's a little competition there. Um, I'm, I'm sure that Madden NFL will will beat out uh, Splatoon 2's stuff, but uh i I personally would rather watch splatoon 2 than madden but that's just me uh 3 p.m we've got the sims 4 and then at 5 p.m we have the super smash brothers ultimate world championship on nintendo's twitch and then 11 p.m eastern this is really late at night they've got the kingdom hearts orchestra uh playing on square enix's uh youtube channel so that's what's going on today If you listen to this tomorrow, I suppose I should run through tomorrow. I won't run through Mondays. Uh, But if you're listening to this tomorrow on June 9th, uh, we've got E3 Live on YouTube, and that's on YouTube from Game Slice. Uh, Then we've got some information about Google Stadia. I think that, excuse me, I think that Game Slice, oh no, this is from YouTube. So it looks like we're going to be, excuse me, just a second um it looks like we're going to be getting more google stadia news yes uh fisto in chat this is all eastern time um again go to the spreadsheet and you can convert it to your time i don't know how i just know that it said that it can be um uh, let's see uh google stadia announcement uh t- tomorrow at 2 30 p.m that's interesting Um uh, that'll be after i record stadia cast so We'll see what happens there. Then we've got the Xbox pre-show uh, on the Xbox Twitch channel. Um, IGN has is covering a secret game on their channel at 3 p.m. Then we've got the Xbox E3 briefing, which is two hours long. That's starting at 4 p.m. That's on Sunday Four to six PM Eastern. I think I may be able to live stream that. I'm not positive, uh, but if you haven't already followed the channel, um, go to Twitch.tv/runjumpstomp and uh, hit that follow button. And I may like you'd rather watch it with us than watch it uh, with anybody else, right? Uh, and and even if even if I can't stream it, I will host it, and then you can chat with all of the Run Jump Stomp people. Instead of chatting, instead of the like the insane uh, like chat's just going to fly by like crazy. And by the way, if you if you want, join our Discord, uh, dis, uh, runjumpstomp dot com slash discord. And once you're there, we're going to have a whole lot of uh, E three discussion happening in the nerd nest without a doubt. So make sure that you join it. Uh, let's see. Then we've got the Xbox post show from 7 to 8 p.m. Uh, they're going to do a game demo on to, on Twitch for the Jedi, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. 8.30 p.m. we will we'll have the Bethesda E3 showcase. Devolver Digital is having a big fancy press conference at 10 p.m. And then EA Play Day 2 will be happening at 1 p.m. 1 p.m.? yeah 1 p.m to 10 p.m oh okay so that's like an all-day thing it seems like anyway it's e3 week people we've got so much going on it's very very exciting and i'm not closing that that uh, window because i I, there's just too much to talk about Uh, anyway uh let's move on we want to talk about xenoblade because xenoblade is like i love the xenoblade games I had a ton of fun playing Xenoblade Chronicles on my 3DS. Uh, that was a really fun game. The combat is very was very, very confusing. Very confusing. I never quite felt like I mastered it. Um, but I really liked the world that they built. I thought it was very cool. And then Xenoblade Chronicles X on the Wii U... That was a really good game too. I I had a lot of fun. There were there were definitely some issues with that game. I'm going to take a drink real sick. Real quick, I mean. Um That was another really good game. The combat I never quite could master. Uh it had it had its problems though. It had horrible horrible audio mixing like the music would be way too loud and the the voice dialogue would be way too quiet. Couldn't understand what people were saying and overall i didn't like the music at all and then xenoblade chronicles 2 came out for the switch and that i felt like it hit all the right buttons the combat seemed incredibly complex but at its base it just made sense to me it it constantly felt like okay first i do this then i do this it felt like i was playing an mmo which is Definitely in my uh in my wheelhouse. Uh I'm a huge fan of Xenoblade Chronicles too. The music was really, really good. Uh the voice acting I felt like was pretty decent. And most of the time I don't like um the the voice acting of like when they localize a Japanese game. I always feel like they kind of cheap out on the voice acting. And I feel I felt like the the people who voice acted in Xenoblade Chronicles Two uh, did a, a a great job. Um, Bravd in chat is saying every game should always have separate music and voice sliders. Always full stop, without a doubt. I 100% agree with you, Bravd. Uh, but why am I talking about this? Xenoblade Chronicles Two is old news, right? Well, yeah, it is old news, but. There's some news. There's new news. New news about old news. Uh, Mr. uh, Takahashi uh, and Mr. Hirata were being interviewed. Uh, These are the guys that work at Monolith. Monolith. And uh, they were talking all about uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 and the fact that it sold 1.73 million copies. I think they were talking to 4Gamer out of Japan. That is a really, really big deal, but again, that's not what I'm here to talk about. I mean, it's exciting, but that's not what I'm here to talk about. What I'm here to talk about is uh, something that was translated from Google uh, in this interview. Um, and I, there, there's another there's another Xenoblade Chronicles game on the way. And by the way, before I get to this, I just want to let everybody who's in chat know because we we have a fair a fair bit of people here. Join the Discord. Go to the Discord right now if you are uh, here for the live show. And uh, if you want to talk about the show, or if you want to talk about what you're excited about for E3 this year from Nintendo, join the voice channel called The Green Room. All right? And I will drag people out of the green room and into the podcast, and we will talk about stuff for a little bit. But anyway, let's, let's see exactly... Uh, what they said so this is a translation that I found over on Resetera and they said uh, so there's this interesting section in the interview um, where the interviewer asks about the job advertisement that went up last year advertisement what am I British that went up last year for the next Xenoblade uh, game uh, and it asks for a focus on map design uh takahashi explains that oh my camera's in the wrong spot let me put that back uh takahashi uh, explains that for every game since xenogears monolith always starts with the map first that way they can get an estimate of one how many areas there is going to be two how long a player is going to stay there three how long the game will be and four how expensive the game will be to produce Uh, So the example is, if you have a 10-hour game with 10 areas then each area, will have to go through engaging content for about an hour of gameplay. And then each uh, area takes 100 million yen to make. The whole game should be in a ballpark of 100 billion yen. That makes total sense. It really, really does. Um, I I think that it's good that they take that approach. Um, then he says the next Xenoblade has been in production for ten months. The map design is finished, as well as everything to go with it. So that means the story, the characters, etc. And they are currently making the assets and putting it together. So it sounds like we are going to be very soon getting. Well, not very soon. Uh, we're going like we're getting another Xenoblade game, which is very exciting to me. Uh, he also said that it takes two and a half to three years to finish the game. Now, that doesn't tell us if, if, I mean, that's two and a half to three years total to finish the game. And I know that they're done with the map section and they start with the map section. And they said it's been 10 months. So we're probably looking at about Christmas time, 2021. Of course, you know, things get delayed. Uh, But anyway, I'm excited for another Xenoblade Chronicles game. And, uh... I want to know what you guys think anyway we've got a caller inside out uh is going to join us hello there what's up inside out oh you're muted you got to unmute your microphone uh so go into the discord settings and unmute your microphone so that we can uh so that we can chat about stuff while we're waiting for him to unmute his microphone uh what i'm going to do is i'm going to thank our sponsors Now, bring the arcade experience home because your vision is our vision, ColecoVision. All right, uh, Inside Out is still wrestling with his microphone. So in the meantime, let's talk about Platinum Games. Platinum Games recently... uh, Let me just move him back into the green room while he figures it out. Um, Platinum Games was recently talking to uh, Gamatsu, and they said uh, or they, they were being asked a question. They said when asked how Bayonetta three for the Nintendo switch was coming along, uh, they said that development was going smoothly and fans would unfortunately have to wait for more official update in the future. Okay. That sounds great. However, um, excuse me, uh, we've got E3 coming. And I know that there's a lot of people who are expecting to hear about e th- uh, about Bayonetta three at E3, and the idea, I I don't know, just the way it, f- it was phrased makes me feel like uh, I don't think that they're going to talk about Bayonetta three at E3. I think they're going to wait, uh, but that's okay because they have Astral Chain, which they already have said is coming out this year. Um, so, you know, we're gonna we're gonna see. Where, where, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I I was expecting to hear about Bayonetta 3. We might not. Uh, other things that, that they were asked about, they they were followed with a question about Astral Chain. They wanted to know if it was going to be an open world game. Uh, they said that they were going to share more. They, they're going to share more information about that when they're ready. And then, of course, people were asking about Wonderful 101. Now, if you've never played... Uh Wonderful 101. Um, it's this really weird real-time strategy game almost. It was on the Wii U. Uh, you controlled 101 characters, and you could like you would draw like a, a shape and they would turn into a sword, and you would draw a different shape and they would turn into a gun. Like all of the characters together. Would form like a gun, and you could. It was really, really bizarre, and it had some very cool gameplay elements, and uh, it, it heavily featured the the uh, the the tablet of the Wii U. And so I, I thought that, that was 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 really cool. I, you know, it was really hard for me to wrap my head around that game, but I I, I just. I, I was really bad at it, but I know that there's a lot of people who adore that game. Um, and uh, they're always getting asked. Platinum Games is always getting asked, are you going to be bringing one, a wonderful 101 to the Switch? And <laughs> here, here's what the question was. There was a question. Yeah, I already said the question. M- uh, Mr. Inaba's response was, yeah, I think I said that on multiple occasions and I'm glad I did. So if you could be patient with it, that'd be great. <laughs> I almost feel like there's a little Bill uh Lumberg there. It, it, he's like, "Yeah, that'd be great if you could just shut up about this and leave us alone. We'll get, we'll we'll let you know when something's going to happen." Uh I almost feel like it's a little passive aggressive the way that this was uh phrased, but that's okay. Uh, It could also just be bad translation. Who knows? Uh, But I think that they're saying that Wonderful 101 is coming to the Switch. But then again, I'm not sure. I I don't know. It's weird. Um, I'm curious if you guys are excited about the idea of Wonderful 101 coming to the Switch. Uh, again if you're if you're a part of the live show it looks like inside out decided that he didn't want to call in anymore because he moved himself out of the green room but uh, join the discord join the green room and tell me what are you excited about uh, for e3 this year and uh, let's take a second and look at ukulele now ukulele is a game I've never played I-, I know that there's a lot of people who got very excited for ukulele. Because it was so much like banjo kazooie, and now I feel like I have to say I never played banjo kazooie either. And at this point, people are unsubscribing like crazy. I don't. I just don't care about ukulele, but I know that there's a lot of people out there that do. And Nintendo UK uh, tweeted out. They said the lizard and the bat. Are back, ukulele and the impossible lair, a brand new uh Platonic Games Adventures that combines 2D platforming and 3D exploration, coming to Nintendo Switch, googly eyes and all in 2019. And before you ask, yes, that's David Wise. Now, people are gonna probably say, I don't, I, I don't know. Bill, you're supposed to know who David Wise is, but I don't know who David Wise is. I suppose I could. he's the composer of video game soundtracks, including... Oh, okay. I do know who that guy is. All right. Yeah, he makes awesome soundtracks like on uh, like Donkey Kong Country and stuff like that. Um, so, Ukulele and the Impossible Lair. We're going to take a look at some gameplay here. And it's compressed to all Get Out because Twitter has like the worst compression uh or decoding of any website I've ever seen but there you go it's a side scrolling uh platform it looks fun I'm not excited for it but I know that there's a lot of people that are so now you have more information about ukulele and uh is this something that you're going to run out and get for me I don't really care but it does look fun. I mean, maybe I will check it out. I just I didn't get excited for it because when I, I didn't have any attachment to Banjo Kazooie, and that was the that was the comparison that everybody was constantly making. Oh, this is like Banjo Kazooie. This is from the people that made Banjo Kazooie. This is the spiritual successor to Banjo Kazooie, and and I never played Banjo Kazooie. I and I know that I'm probably missing out on some really good games. By the way, there's a bunch of rumors that Microsoft is bringing, um, because Microsoft owns the Banjo-Kazooie license these days, uh, there's rumors that Microsoft is bringing Banjo-Kazooie 2 um, to E3 this year. So, And, you know, we'll find out about this. Uh, let me look. When was this again? Uh, tomorrow. Yeah, the, the Xbox press conference tomorrow. I think that's cool uh, if if that's what you're all about. It's not for me, but I think there's a lot of people out there that will get excited about that stuff. Um, Batchild in chat says, side scroller with isometric gimmick. Yes, that's right. It also has like this top down. The way that I think that it works is that the overworld, you know how in many side scrollers there's an overworld where you follow the dots to go to the next thing? It's kind of like that but they're going to have puzzles and you solve the puzzles in an isometric view to unlock like this little scroll. And then you can jump into the scroll kind of like in Super Mario 64 where he would jump into the paintings, that kind of thing. Uh, I think that that's what's happening uh, in that. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Sega of Europe tweeted out uh, about two games that are joining the Sega Ages family on Nintendo Switch. Uh, the first is Wonderboy Monster Land. And then the second is Virtua Racing. Now, Wonderboy Monster Land, I'm not terribly excited for. Like this does not um this I, I, I have no nostalgia for this, even a little. Like none. There's no nostalgia for this for me. But I'm I'm excited for people who are excited and Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this game is is fantastic. Uh, Zap, go ahead and join the Green Room if you want, man. Uh, then we also have... Now, this I'm excited for. Uh, this I am very excited for. And that is virtual... And I almost wanted to say virtual on, but uh, virtual racing. Uh, virtual racing is a game that I dumped a lot of quarters into in the arcade. And then we ended up buying it and bringing it home for, uh, I believe it was the Sega Genesis or maybe it was the Sega CD. I can't remember. Me and my brothers played it all the time. We loved this game. And this is definitely going to be a day one buy for me. Uh, it looks gorgeous. Like they have up it. And that's the thing that you have to keep in mind about the Sega Ages games is that Sega isn't just taking a game and dumping it on the eShop. They are doing work to it. So the best example that I can give is fantasy star they made fantasy star for the nintendo switch and when they did they added an auto mapping feature and a bunch of other features to make the game more palatable to people who have played games recently all right we're about to get a touch of british class from my very good friend richard who is also a podcaster richard listen up man what are you excited for from e3 sir
1: uh hello man how you doing i'm doing great wow this feels weird it's been a while it has uh um i'm excited i'm excited to see if uh ea can get things right i i have this little bit of hope and i'm such a sucker for ea and i just want them to get things right because ea do make some half tidy games naming the fifa series uh so i kind of want something that's not microtransaction heavy uh, E3's Square Enix presentation, I'm very excited for, except from it's like at 2 a.m. here because of time zones. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> of time so, zones. Yeah, those time zones. I think we discussed them at one point, and we tried to set them straight, but I think we failed. Yeah. Um, I, Nintendo, of course. I, I really want to see what Nintendo have got up their sleeve because the Switch just keeps getting better and better. If every single like month rolls by, and something new drops on the Switch, and it just blows you away with what they're actually bringing what are you and, excited uh,
0: the most from 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 nintendo what what game are you excited for the most from them
1: i do you know what i don't know i'm um, because i don't know what else they've i know they've got a lot in their back catalog so i'm excited to try to see if they bring like metroid metroid prime i've never played a metroid game so that kind of has me intrigued uh to see if they do bring that um but we've we've obviously just had pokemon sword and shield direct we've got super mario maker coming out at the end of this month so i highly doubt we'll see any of that stuff uh the uh fire emblem game is exciting whether we'll get too much of that because we had a direct for that as well so i'm I'm a bit like what you know what nintendo animal crossing but i've never really been an animal crossing fan i don't i don't get the hype i'm sorry
0: what about (laughs) luigi's mansion does that look interesting to you (laughs)
1: Yeah, that does. I, I played the. I played the hell out of the first one. I loved the first one on the back on the GameCube, and it was great. And so, yeah, I. I think, I think they've got a lot of tricks up their sleeves. But I'm excited. I'm, I'm more excited because I don't know what could be coming. Like last year, we we had an idea what could come, but this year it's like, well, they've kind of announced this. They've announced that. They've shown us this. They've shown us that and it's like what else have they really got up their sleeve to give us so that that makes me quite excited
0: especially with with only six months left in the year Mm. and we already know about all these games that are supposed to come out this year i mean we've got luigi's mansion we've got pokemon we've got um uh animal crossing is supposed to come out this year uh fire emblem um what else is supposed to come out this year uh Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 yeah uh, you know and i, I and i'm and luigi's mansion all these games are supposed to come out this year and we know very very little about them so clearly nintendo has a lot to talk about yeah but i think people are going to walk away disappointed from nintendo's direct because it's not going to be like and here's a huge surprise for you. And here's a huge surprise <laughs> yeah. for you. Because what can they surprise us with that's not, oh, well, well, we won't be playing that this year. Like, even if they do bring out Metroid and Metroid news, we're not going to be talking about Metroid news this year. That's going to happen next year at, at the earliest because they just Ooh. started development all over from scratch. But I want to focus on something that you mentioned, that you've never played a Metroid game. Uh, no. You, do you have
1: a Super Nintendo um, uh, Classic? Yeah, I do. It's it's hooked up upstairs. So yeah, I, I do have one.
0: You gotta play Super Metroid. It's fantastic. You should stream it. And uh, where where can people find you streaming the games
1: that you stream? Uh, they can find me on Twitch.tv/slash thatchapzap and that's zap with two p's because I'm cool. Because he's cool. All right, Zap. Thank
0: you so much for calling in, man. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, let's see. It, I think it, I think that's all of the news stuff for today, but I closed, I closed my damn show notes. So I kind of open them back up. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's everything that I wanted to cover today. Uh, let's wrap up the show real quick. I've got, um, I, I've got feed, Uh, this isn't really feedback, but there is a tweet that, that, uh, OP seats. If you guys have ever noticed, I sit in an OP seat chair. Uh, this was a gift from them. And actually they gave me two chairs. They gave me this one. And then the one that my son sits in, uh, I took the one that I liked better and gave him the other one. Uh, but he, he got the more expensive one. Cause I like the cheaper one better. I th- I felt like it's more comfortable, but they interviewed me for their podcast a while back. And, um, you know, we had a lot of fun and then they tweeted yesterday that they were going to, uh, run that, uh, that podcast again. And I, I, I didn't even realize it. It's already happened, but if you want to watch it, you can uh, go to twitch.tv slash opseats and watch their interview with me. It's about an hour long, and we talk about, like, my my process of podcasting and live streaming and all the stuff that kind of goes on behind the scenes and, and, like, the... The mental gymnastics that i that i've done to try and figure out how to do things the way that i do and, and why i do things the way that i do so if any of that stuff sounds interesting uh go to twitch.tv slash op seats and actually once you're there uh here i'll show the people who are watching on on video right now uh if once you're at opseats seats thing you could just click on videos And then right there, it's an hour and 44 minutes long, uh, our conversation. It it was about podcasting, Twitch and YouTube and all this stuff. And uh, it was a really fun conversation. So make sure that you check that out if that sounds interesting to you. If you want to become part of this community, it's easy to do. Head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash discord. Uh, we're going to be watching and discussing all the E3 news uh, in the, over the next week or so. So make sure that you're there. If you want to watch the show live, join us over at Twitch.tv/runjumpstomp. You can get a hold of me uh, through Twitter at runjumpstomp. Use the hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft. It makes it super easy uh, for me to filter by what show I'm talking about. Speaking of other shows, if you want to check out my other shows, we've got StadiaCast recording on Sunday. Uh, and uh, Run, Jump, Stomp, which records on Fridays. Make sure you check out those shows uh, by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com slash shows. And if you want to support me making this kind of content, go to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. The music you're hearing right now is Corneria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. Check out their stuff over on YouTube. I will see you guys next time. Until then, stay awesome. Happy E3, everybody.